And we begin again another five minutes of Tefillah Baruch Hashem. We're in the middle of discussing Nepal, a new type of Tefillah which we began at the end of last week, which means literally from the word of Nafal, to throw oneself down in Tefillah in front of Hashem. And we spoke about last week that we can learn out from the Rambam that when someone wants tzedakah and when someone asks, you have to give him. And that's where we began learning this type of tefillah called the Nepal. But the problem, and this is really we ended off, which is how are we asking Hashem for that which we need? So first, Hashem Jambingas explains to remind ourselves the two conditions really that we learn from the Rambam. Number one is Ani v'nitzrach. The one is poor and he needs. Okay, that one's very simple. We're definitely in all our needs. We realize that we're an Ani and we realize that we need. And number two, says Rav Shimshim Binkis, is, I just lost my place, I apologize. Um, okay, I can't find it. So let's leave it for now. But he explains that the problem is that we don't always ask in a way that we really need that which we are asking for. When there's a chayla, when there's a real cause, then of course we cry, we beg, we plead. But the problem is, what happens when we ask Hashem for Hatzlach and Taira? What happens when we ask Hashem for good children at a time that everything is going good? What happens when we ask Hashem for Parnassah when we seemingly have a good job? At all those times, are we asking Hashem like this honey begging that we really need something? Or at those times, are we just asking Hashem almost lip service, or even if it's not lip service, and even if we have some level of kavana, but are we utilizing what we're talking about here, which is Nepal, which is falling in prayer, and realizing and utilizing everything that we are so direly in need for that thing? That's tonight number one. So condition number one is that when we ask Hashem for something, Utilizing this form of tefillah called Nepal is to try to internalize how much do we need this. And of course, one does not have to think too far to a moment that he didn't have something and a moment that he wasn't so well, he didn't have the greatest job. And we realize that in a moment, of course, it could all change. And that's how quickly we can come to realize that indeed we need each and everything so critically and we have to try to have kavana to Davin in that manner. But now he continues, and now I found that this is the Tanaya Shani, it's a separate ice and a safer. And he says as follows He says, When an ani comes to your door, when an ani comes to your door and you have to give him something, sometimes you're gonna get the ani's gonna get a lot, and sometimes the ani is going to get a little. But now what is going to determine, and this is really an offshoot of what we just said, but it really plays it out so nicely. What is going to determine whether the Ani is going to get a large gift or a small gift? What's going to determine is, and let's go into the mindset of the biggest miser in the world, okay? We all know those stories. This guy is a wealthy guy, but he just doesn't know how to give. He, guy knocks on the door, Ani, tattered clothing, crying and begging, the guy gives him a dollar and throws him out the door. If you were to ask that miser, if you were to ask him, one second, you want that guy to die? That honey has no money. 
He's going to die from poverty. What's he going to answer? Is he going to answer, I don't care if he dies. No, that's not what he's going to answer. What he's going to answer is, let him go to someone else. There's so many different avenues that he could go to. So why do I have to give him? On the flip side, if the person who's giving realizes that this person needs me and only me, I am the only person. For example, if an onion knocks at someone's door and says, you are the only person I'm turning to, the person is that much more compelled to give because he realizes that everything is dependent upon him. So now we translate this, says Hashem Shepingis, into tefillah, it's so beautiful. When we dive into Hashem, are we davening with the realization that Hashem is the only entity that can help? Or are we doing everything and part of that which we do is we daven as well? And of course, there's a place for Ishtadlus and there's a place for everything. But in mindset, we have to slowly start to realize that if we turn to Hashem with realization, this is the address, then the response will be that much more different. Siyat Ishmael